You know, as a teenager, I just was drawn to community work. With this poor condition that we lived in, in my empty house, we set up a social club where we got all the kids together in my road in Unit 7. We taught people to play chess. We taught people to sing. To do all of these things, making contact with people that knew how, just with networking, without any money. And as a teenager, we started these kind of things and, and encouraged other people in that area to actually do that. And, and we developed a whole lot of leaders because of that. Born to a family who barely made ends meet, Sam Pillay began to take an initiative at a young age in order to fulfill his dream to become a provider to his loved ones. Spurred on by the work done by anti-apartheid activists of the time, Sam would engage with his peers and teachers on a regular basis in order to gather knowledge to equip him in an ever-changing country. If you want to succeed, you can. You just have to put your mind to it. My whole life is based on that, and, and that's the kind of information we pass on to people growing up, you know, that it's limitless. A self-proclaimed activist at heart, Sam was a teacher for a period of his life and even dabbled in politics, being part of the African National Congress pre-democracy. Sam says that he had many ideas to help in the transition from the apartheid regime, but cited power-hungry politicians as the reason for his departure from the political space. When I quit teaching, and that's when I became the treasurer, I found that things were not going to go as per my vision, where people were going to be sincere and dedicated to creating this better life for all. Following a few successful years as a businessman, Sam came up with a proposal to create a forum that strived to combat the scourge of drugs in his hometown of Chatswood, south of Durban. The year was 2005 and a relatively new drug known as Sugars was rampant in the community. One drug dealer saw a gap. He put items on his shelf, including sugars, and he opened his shop at Chatswood Centre. And that became a big business. And then from one dealer, it went spread to the next dealer. Some guys even saw it was such a lucrative business, they decided to specialize in this. When members began parting ways with the forum due to disinterest, the structure of the project that Sam started began to fall away. But undeterred, Sam would keep the name and ideals of the forum to make sure his dream would eventually become a reality. I believe at that point it was a neglected area. AIDS was an issue as well. But the drug issue was forgotten. And that also spurred me on that something has to be done about this problem. Fast forward 14 years and the Anti-Drug Forum in its current form is a shining light of what hard work and perseverance can do to an ailing community. Sam says that while hard drugs have the ability to destroy lives, it's the drug dealers who are the real problem. The dealer will have to look at new ways of marketing his goods. So if he's selling a product on an ongoing basis, there will be a time when he has to do something different to, to make his customers excited. Like Flucker, you know, we had that experience with the first Flucker um, victim, where these guys are already onto something, onto some kind of drug, and then they get the dealer to say, hey, try this new drug. Another issue that has plagued the ADF is the problem of gateway drugs such as cannabis or even cigarettes. Sam says because of this, the age of drug abusers continues to drop every year. Also, the past few years has seen a boom in marijuana use, aided by the 2018 ruling that decriminalized the private use of the drug. I am still very disappointed and I think we made a big mistake. There will be some people jumping for joy, no doubt about it. You know, there are some people who are professional who smoke cannabis, and I don't know many of them personally. They manage them. It's not only legal for those people who can manage it, and that's my big problem. Because those people who are advocating legalizing, they could argue the case. But what about those masses of people who can't manage it like they can? 
Of the many projects and ventures the ADF has embarked on over the years, Sam cites the Smart Club concept as one that has stood out. I think the most important thing is the Smart Club concept. No matter what we do, we'll still continue trying to cut down on supply, but I'm not holding my breath to say that we're going to get rid of the drugs. It's not going to happen. Knowing that, it's important then for me to focus on education. We have to get to this learner before the drug dealers do. Looking at the year ahead, Pillay and his team at the Anti-Drug Forum will now look to escalate their efforts and hope to share their ideals on an international scale. The doors are open internationally for us now because I was invited to this conference in Nairobi where we presented exactly what I'm talking about. And everybody's showing great interest. This problem is global, but they don't know what to do with the problem. And they look at the Smart Club concept in schools as the solution, which is so good. The United Nations, UNODC as well, was very interested in this kind of uh, work or this kind of concept where we have evidence-based program in the Smart Club. I think that's critical, that's key, and we should be focusing more attention on this education, education, education to solve this problem. Known more for his sterling efforts in the fight to end drug abuse in the country, Sam Pillay, as a high-profile figure, is happy to stay in the foreground and let his actions do the talking. Even though he is now at a retirement age, he remains young at heart and dedicated to a cause that is no doubt one that's worth fighting for. Reporting from Durban, I'm Matthew Viren.